This episode is brought to you by Lee. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit to your body, not to some passing fad or body shape ideal. That's why Lee makes denim that gets better with age, and their classics fit into every look. Lee's spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. And you can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com, L-E-E.com, that's L-E-E.com, to shop spring looks now. Hello and welcome to the You Up Podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. It is so good to be back here with you, Jordana. How are you? What's happening? I'm good. It's so good to be back here with you. Um, I like that you that it's now officially fall and so then you've changed your facial hair again and you're back right. to the mustache. Back so to I, the mustache. Kinda, I like the idea. I like the idea of being able to gauge what season it is based on your facial hair. Facial hair. You should seasonal do like hair. Seasonal hair, yeah. Yeah, I should change it like winter, full beard, fall, mustache, uh, spring clean face, like a spring cleaning, right. and then the summer scruff. That's it. Yes. Look, look, look at that. There's a t-shirt there. The wow. four different facial hairs of Freed. You know, like you we could do like- created a whole seasonal menu. You know how um, there's a uh, there isn't there a restaurant like a really nice restaurant that changes with the seasons in New York City? Yeah, it was called like Park Avenue, Park Avenue, and then they changed like the it was like Park Avenue Autumn, Park Avenue yeah. like Winter, and, and I then think they would change. Yeah, this is the most privileged conversation that's ever happened. I I, I think their um, their their logo was a tree, and the each corner of the tree, the four quadrants of the tree were different seasons, like yeah. full leaves, part leaves, leaves falling down. So we could make like a shirt of that with the, uh, with the facial hair, you know, the facial hair. I, uh, I yeah, like it. I, I don't know. I like to switch it up every now and again. I was shaving and I was like, I like my look. And then it's funny, like there's nothing more jarring than the moment a zoom camera hits you. Like the minute you come in contact with your own face on zoom, where you're, you're not like, ready oh. for it, yeah. No, yeah, I just like had my, I was kind of like, you know, when we look in the mirror, we look, we prepare ourselves to look in the mirror. You're like, I'll stand up straight. I'll like put my chest up. I'll, I'll suck in a little bit. The worst reflections to get are the ones you don't get ready for. So like Zoom okay. is like the ultimate, like the camera pops on and I'm like, Oh, I thought the mustache looked good. Like I did have a moment where I was like, my face is too fat for a mustache right, right now. I feel like I, a. No, I think it looks great, but I do, okay. I do feel like we all have that moment of looking in like a Zoom camera or the mirror where you're like, I can't believe someone dates me. Yeah, I can't believe anyone <laughs> looks at me. I I'm can't a believe, monster. I, I, I do less. I can't. It's not for me. It's not. I can't believe someone dates me. I can't believe I thought I looked good. I'll do that. Like I okay. like sometimes I'll have a picture tagged to me and I was like, I can't believe how confident I was that night. Well, it's all about the angles. I don't I think it you probably did look good that night and someone got you at the the wrong ang angle. You know, it's not like we're like two dimensional figures. I know. I one time I was like looking at myself in the mirror and I remember in college, it was like a college buddy of mine who was like, why are you looking at yourself like that in the mirror? And I was like, what do you mean? And he was like, you know, you're standing differently than how you would stand. I'm like, why don't you just let me live in this delusion? Why don't you give me my positive mirror time instead of like bringing me back down to earth? Like, like, does he do that? 
I always wonder, I was like, does he do that to himself? Or does he just do that to other people to ruin their lives? Like, I... Well, it makes, you, probably makes him feel better about himself. So it's probably, like, in service to himself. I mean, it did really destruct me because now it's 17, 15 years later. I'm still talking still about it. Still thinking about I, it. <laughs> I'm still thinking about that one time he said it to me. And then he moved on with his life. I mean... This might be a good topic for Diet Starts Tomorrow. I don't for some of the other podcasts. But um what else uh what's going on with you, Jordana, other than you um, know, not, you know, sitting at home and not going outside and this hellscape it, we live in. Well that's <laughs> that takes up most of my day. But <laughs> um when I'm not doing that, I am hosting Petra's Brides comes out every Monday. Um if you want to follow my journey. Um, so and I, I have. To, can we give a little preview? Like I, I do have questions. Are you? Well, what are, it, what's the first? I, I, my question is, and okay. not to make this a bride's podcast, but I'm sure everyone's wondering, and I am wondering as well. What's the first thing you do? Like, there's, there's so much to do, but like, what's the thing everyone's like? Okay, chop, chop. Time to get you know, like venue. The, the venue. Is it, that that's the number one. They say well, that's like the hardest part and the first part because that really dictates everything else. So I haven't done anything yet because I haven't chosen a venue and a date. Um, Got it. Because then, so, then like the flowers come from nearby. The right. DJ and the band come from nearby, or, or band or DJ, whatever yeah. you're gonna do. I, I pray it's a band and a, and a DJ, you know, for my sake, because I love a band uh, and a DJ. You said I like them both. I I like. <laughs> I like DJ during meals and I like a band. I just love a horn section. So, well, I thought I'd have you sing. Oh, I plan on it. Yeah, I, I want to, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I'll be getting up there. Me, 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 me. Right. Jordana, I've seen you since the beginning. That's like pretty good. Right? Yeah. Michael, we've met a few times. You seem very nice. <laughs> we'll, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, you'll be the opening act for whatever. Okay, good. The, I, the I'm excited about being. this. And yeah. a one, and a two, and a one, two, three. Yeah, that would be me. But, um, yeah, and, in all seriousness, the the seriousness, the brides podcast is not just really. It's not just about you hearing me talk about the boring aspects of planning my wedding. It's a lot of it. We we've, we've really shifted it to be a lot of like answering interpersonal questions, kind of like we have in this thing. Because br- like brides and getting married really does bring up a lot of like family issues, friend oh issues, my God. issues with I, your fiance, dating issues in themselves about planning a wedding. So there's so much really to go over there that we're taking advice emails over there about wedding related annoying shit. Well, I might be a listener because I think that's the best part of it is like going from it's really a transition from the romantic to the practical. And, you know, the romantic is I love my mother and my future mother-in-law. The practical is, hey, future mother-in-law, you get 20 guests, you fucking bitch. Right. You know, like, you know, know, like (laughs) it's like, so how do you play the two that's why i always like i do a bit on stage i i gotta bring it back i'm i have this story i want to tell on stage and i think it'll be a part of the bit is basically how all these women like they try it feels like there's this big aspiration to be a chill bride and i'm like there's no such thing like just like let's stop trying to do that it's like trying not to eat bread like you have to eat bread you have to be like an asshole bride you, you kind of do because there's like so many different things that go. It's such like a money 
a money suck and so time suck and then there's so many people involved in it. It's like basically... Um, You're the CEO of the wedding. Right. And then imagine the pressure just in itself. Forget everything else. Imagine the pressure of like, and also as part of this day, you have to publicly announce who your eight best friends are. (laughs) (laughs) In addition to marrying the person you love, you have to keep a, a, an older woman who's related to the person you love in line. Also, Tell your eight, you know, basically be the leader of your eight best friends that you've nominated. Yeah, right. it, it's <laughs> to like stand next it, to you. It, they will they accept an, this rose. Yeah, yeah, it's an insane amount of jobs for one. That's why you're the CEO. You're running like you should really get like you're you know maid of honors like the CFO. Like they're the chief financial officer. Exactly. And, like you have to like nominate. That's why you need the help. I I would imagine. I, I'm, it's so foreign to me because I, I've been in. I've been in like eight weddings. Like I've been in a lot of weddings. Yeah. And as a groomsman, all you got to do is wear the right shit. That's all you have to do. Like there's nothing to do. And you yeah, see these. Yeah. That you see the ma- the bridesmaids and they're all like tattered. Like they're just like all like exhausted and they like walk the aisle like they've been up for eight years. And it's like. Yeah. They ugh. have been. You have to get up at like 730. Um, I can't think, imagine. Yeah, things have not been, I think, this it's like you forget how like different things are for men and women since like I remember we the last time I remember complaining about this kind of thing was like in college when the men's when like or I think it was the other like the men's rush was like going and like just drinking a lot of different like fraternity mm-hmm. houses and the women's rush was like formal interviews with like every day was yeah. like a different <laughs> outfit choice and you had to like so how many dicks have you sucked? It was, and it's that like, was part and, of the and, formal and, interviews, yeah. And, and then and, for the men, it's like, so how many blowjobs have you gotten? <laughs> High five! You know, like it's such a difference. continuously, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you've gotten 10? Good for you, you're in the house. And it's like, you've given 10? You're expelled from the deltas. Yeah, it's, it's a very different thing. Yeah, for a female rush, I remember it's like you had to show up at a certain time, look a certain way, pretend to be someone that you like weren't, and then someone would after, I remember when I was on the other side of it, after the person would leave, you would like write down like all the, you'd write down like what you thought of them on an index card, and then like move on to the next one. And And, I I remember I found mine in my sorority house, they like somehow didn't like dispose of them, so I found the card that was written about me. What did they say? It was like, it said like, looks miserable. I was and like, well, so, that's probably pretty accurate. <laughs> and so Betches was born. There we go. <laughs> like, that's where the idea all came from. Oh, I'm a bitch, but like with an E. And then all of a sudden, Cornell rises. Yeah, brings out the the media company that it is today. <laughs> what? I, uh, so you're doing Betches Brides. What else is going on? Anything else specific? Um, we've got Betches Moms, as you know, download ship. And if you guys, you know, if you're a fan of this podcast and you want our red flag or deal breaker game, which is great quarantine game or like good way to get to know anyone you're dating, go to shopbetches.com slash collection slash you up um, and check out all the stuff that we're selling. And if you want us to sell something else, Something that we've talked about here. You guys have an idea for us. Let us know. Maybe we'll make it. Yeah, maybe that facial, you know, hair, facial hair t-shirt thing. Yeah, <laughs> season, um, a season, a Jared for all seasons. We can. That's call it. right. Uh, maybe if there's a line though, you hear us say, you know, we'll like uh, we'll we'll make something up from it, right? Like we yeah. we have the power to do that. So you think of it, sh- we'll make it. 
shopbetches.com slash collection slash UUP to repeat what Jordana said. Jared, and, what do um, you have going on? I got a lot going on. Like, I'm starting, we're, we're turning up the, uh, we're turning it up a little bit. Back to work, baby. Back to work, trying our best. Trying. I'm in the, I'm in the land of trying. I, um, okay. This is coming out the 30th, so I'm in Dallas this weekend. Dallas, Dallas, would love to see you. Royersford, Pennsylvania. Worcester, Massachusetts. Raleigh, Raleigh. Apparently, I was pronouncing it correctly, Jordana. Not you. I'm not it's surprised. Ra- it is Raleigh. Okay. <laughs> uh, Kansas, and Kansas City on Halloween weekend. So the, those are all happening. Um, get your tickets socially distanced. Uh, get the crew together, the corn, corn crew, um, the corn squad. Um, and, you know, if you have questions about how each club is doing it, all the information is on my website, jaredfree.com, jaredfree.com, uh, to go find what club I'm at. And then you can contact the club to make sure you are comfortable because I only want you there if you're comfortable because uh, that's makes, you know, that's a better show. And, and if you're right. not, that's okay, too. There's going to be other opportunities. I, I, my life, you know, will go on and we'll, we'll figure it out at some point. So jaredfree.com. Sure. I also wanted to say for any listeners that have requested this or have listened to it, I did watch um, Love on some Love on the Spectrum. I know I'm a little late to the game. It came out like a bit ago. Have you seen I that? I haven't. I haven't watched it. What do you? It, it, I heard it's very touching. I heard it's very sweet. I heard it's like as far as like like it's like the most honest dating show is kind of right. The, the that was really what struck me about it was because um, I did. I thought it was all of those things. Um, and I thought I haven't like, seen it, by the right. way, I haven't seen it. So I just want to one of the most okay. interesting parts is they have this dating coach and she sort of helps the, you know, the, pe- the people who are dating on the show date. And a lot of the time, again, like everyone's on the spectrum. So some people have a little bit of a harder time with it than others. But like a big part of for a lot of people is like not really understanding like the dating cues, the, which the, I, 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 right, I like, just like the non I guess nonverbal, nonverbal the- cues, or sometimes even the verbal cues, and it just like made me think about how it's like the least straightforward thing that you're doing because people in dating con- are constantly saying one thing and they mean another. Someone says we sure. should go out again, but they don't really want to go out again. Or someone says, you know, like I'm not, re- I don't know if I'm ready to date right now. And then, like, if you were to interpret that literally, you'd be like, okay, well then they'll be ready later. Yeah, I I guess if if your issue is social cues, then dating must be f- impossible. I, I mean, right? I'm someone who's very in touch. Like, I think I'm very in touch with like, uh, or maybe too much. Like, I'm I'm like noticing everything, even when there's nothing to notice at all, and it's confusing for me and you, right? You know, yeah, hundred so, percent. It's like in most things in life, if like someone tells you, you know what's going on you kind of like take their word for it um also but there's also, so much more to interpret here you know also the important part about that is like all of us do want the romantic part of dating like all of it like if someone like and that's the hardest part and and, and also this is part of this first topic that we're going to talk about because i think it relates completely to what we're talking to, to the well, yeah, yeah, first actually email. Very, it was very in line. Yeah. It, it's very in line with the first email that we're going to talk about because it it's like, what do you want? Do you want someone to go, I'm here to fuck 
you know like <laughs> you, you know like i i uh meet me like i i don't know that's not socially acceptable right it's Maybe not socially it w- acceptable it's also like even if you are there to fuck it's not even fun to do it that way you know like <laughs> it, it, you know like i've been in situations where it was hot it was fun and then the minute we had to have like some sort of like oh yeah this is nothing to me is this something to you and they go no it's nothing to me it was kind of like it kind of ruined it. It, it kind of doused the flame a little bit. Right. It's like when the lights come on, I think you made this analogy before at the end of the night at the bar. And it's like, yeah, this you is see the not real as face. hot as it was before. <laughs> yeah. It's like, man, that's what I look like now. You know, like the lights came on and it's like, yeah. I, uh, yeah. So it's, I would imagine if someone's on the spectrum, it's got to be even harder. And like, Right. Is that kind yeah, of they but get I mean, and then like, but there's other cases where like there's two people on the spectrum who are like dating each other, and they're both just like super direct, and I find it like kind of refreshing. Yeah, it's like um, you know, if you have two people who kind of have that same thing, they're just they're not used to sort of being like deceptive or or saying one thing and meaning another, or like trying to like sort of confuse the situation with body language or their words. So they're just like. Yeah, like I, uh, I don't, I don't think we're gonna date. Like, and they just say it to the person, and I'm kind of like, and I the think person's it's, like, okay, like, great, like, well, I, like they know what's going on. Do you know what I mean? Sure, but super direct works when the both people want the same thing, right? I or think that, super that's du- the only way that those two people communicate is like what, right? I'm, so I'm saying it's like normalized in this in this particular subsect of people. It seems like a little bit more normalized. Sure. Um. And to me, I was like, "This, there's like definitely something to this." Well, I but I I, <laughs> I even think for them, like super direct, they go, "I don't want this." They say it at the same time. They're like, "I don't want to date you," and the person's like, "I don't want to date you either." It's like, okay, goodbye. What happens in super direct if they're like, "I want to date you," and the other person's like, "I don't want to date you," and it's like that happens too. Feelings, feelings must get hurt though. No, I think they do, and I think they do. They their feelings are hurt and they feel like sad, but then they get over it like quicker. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I, like, I mean, I've always said it's much better. I prefer someone <laughs> to like shut me down for like a second date than to just kind of like answer my texts, like, and not do anything. Like just leave the, like leaving the door open and not telling me what they want is like a much harder thing to deal with than someone being like, didn't really feel like a romantic connection. Um, but like had a great time or something. Sure. But I mean, the answer isn't as simple as that. Like, like if it's about dating, I don't want to date you. Like, is there ever a time where they're like, I want to fuck you? No, I don't think anyone has ever said that that directly. No, but th- do they <laughs> say that on that on love on the spectrum is what I'm wondering. Like, are oh. they direct with that stuff? Because that's the thing. That's where it gets difficult, where it's like, I don't want to date you. But it, and then they keep texting you. That is someone who's saying, "I don't want to date you, but I want to fuck you." Like that's the subtext of keep texting right. without. Well, maybe the that's plan. really what's missing from the show. Is most people? It seems like again, I haven't finished the series, so if it if it ends with more with someone with them showing more situations like that, then forgive me. But um, from what I've seen, it's more about people who are actually looking to like date yeah. and find relationships than yeah. Maybe weeded those out. The people who were just trying to have sex. Sure, I don't know. Yeah, I wouldn't. Uh, it's 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 interesting to like. I gotta watch it because I I I do want to see how that like 
works out, you know? Right. I think I think you'd like it. It's um it's definitely like again, it's like it's it's heartwarming, it's great. Um and I just I think it's it's different. I love watching any sort of dating that's a little different than what we're used to. We are sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you'd do if you had an extra hour in your day? Some of us go for a run, take a nap, read a book. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and to make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. I love BetterHelp because it's an easier way into professional therapy. It is a toe in the water. I love that they have a questionnaire that matches you with a licensed therapist. If you're sitting there and you've never been to therapy, what a perfect way to get in the game. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you got to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash UUP today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash UUP. So I was scrolling through my feed like I do and I recently learned something. Did you know that most bedding is made with harsh chemicals like formaldehyde, synthetic pesticides, and toxic dyes, that made me totally rethink my betting. Thankfully, one company is changing the standard for good, Bowl & Branch. Bowl & Branch makes the softest, most luxurious sheets without any toxins or harsh chemicals. I will tell you this. If you go watch my apartment tour, the sheets on my bed are Bowl & Branch. I put them on my bed immediately. I put them in the wash, then I put them on my bed they're so comfortable. You can see them on my bed. They look good. They're hotel quality. I love my bowl and branch sheets. You can really feel the difference. And if your commitment issues get in the way, they have a 30-night worry-free guarantee. They feel buttery soft yet super breathable so you don't have to worry about getting hot and doing the one leg out, one leg under thing. Bowl and branch signature sheets come in 13 super classy colors. They have all sizes from twin up to California king. Sleep better at night with the softest sheets from bowl and branch. Get 15% off your first order when you use promo code UUP at bowlandbranch.com. That's Bowl and Branch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D, branch.com. Promo code UUP. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Let's talk about today's stuff because I think it's on the same subject of like social cues, right? Right, 100%. Um, so the question generally is about what it means when someone says they don't know when there's a space to write what they're looking for on a dating app. So this listener writes in, hey, Jay and Jay, love the show, and so do all my friends. I have a question um, today on what it means if someone selects the don't know option on dating apps when asked what they're looking for. Some background, my ex broke up with me because it, he said he wasn't ready for, for a relationship, and then a friend noticed he changed his selection from looking for a relationship to don't know. Um, is this a case of he wasn't ready for a relationship with me and wants a relationship with someone else? Or is he just looking to have casual hookups? If that's the case, why not select the casual option? You know, it's interesting. So if I have this correct, this person is a woman who wrote in and they recently ended a relationship because he said he wasn't ready for a relationship. He wasn't looking. Right. Okay. So then she sees his dating profile 
and it says under the what are you looking for that he has checked off, I don't know. Okay. And she's saying, why not select the cat? I mean, let me first she, say, she's saying, I don't. She's basically saying, does, does don't know mean that he like actually does want a relationship with someone else, but not me? I mean, the level of investigation that she has done to relate his life about her is like uh, pretty. I don't know if he would realize the <laughs> the ramifications of clicking don't know. Right. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, like how much trouble I, that was going to get him in? Of all the things that would like make her question them being together and their ending, him clicking don't know has to be like thirty thousandth on the list of things he would think of, right? For me, I would like. I feel like I would love that. I'd be like, great. Like this is a. Re- I would take it as like this is a sign that I would that he was telling me the truth. Well, I guess I I I, I have trouble I can with. See, this I can email. totally understand why she would look at that and be like, again, bringing it back to herself and making it about her, and then being like, he, Listen, you know, I, he I, has I, a problem with commit. I've done this before, where it'd be like, he's just never gonna love anyone. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he just can't commit. He's just, yeah, and it's like, like I, I, I listen, I'm not above making everything about me. I, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm with her and I'm with you. Like, I, I'm not above that at all. I, it's just so funny to me that he thought he never, if anything, he's being honest. And she's like, why not click the casual button? Like with the casual button, like she, uh, to me, she would have written in the email about him clicking the casual if he had clicked the casual. Oh, so did he just want to fuck the whole time? You know, like, <laughs> I, I, you know, it's like, it's, it's, I understand it, but I also have to question it. Not because I think she's a bad person or that she's stupid or that she's over emotional. I'm just saying, like, it, it, this is human, what she's doing, that is actually ridiculous. Right. When it doesn't really have much to do with her. But, like... I think kind of based on what we were talking about before that don't know option is kind of like what you put out there. If you're not, if you're not necessarily just looking to hook up, but you're very much open to it. And I don't uh, hold on. Why there, this, this option, this box, this, you know, thing on the profile shouldn't exist. It is not in any guy's best um, in their best interest to answer this other than don't know. <laughs> like, there's no reason to check casual. There's no reason to... Because if you check casual, you lose out on all the girls who don't want casual. Yeah, that's our hope. So, so <laughs> but I'm saying... If you're you honest, you, you, you lose out on all the girls who are looking for something you're not willing to get. But why would you pigeonhole? Because this is what happens. Every... I think this is like well, to even in guys' heads. Are they like, yeah, like there's a ch- there's a shot in hell that I would get into a relationship course, right every, now. Listen, every I would say ninety five percent of guys on these dating apps will give you the same answer. What are you looking for? Well, if something uh, kind of just to chill out and be casual at first, and if something gets big, you know, if I if there's real interest, then we'll get more serious as time goes on. That's the answer everyone gives. That's the answer I've given. That's the answer every guy that has ever been on a dating app gives because you're, you don't believe yourself to be a monster. You do want the meal that will satiate you. You do want the good meal. 
you do want the good dinner, but you're going to be hungry until you get to that good dinner. So you got to pick along the way. So guys aren't going to starve themselves until they find love. They're going to figure out a way to have adventure in dating and to hook up and to meet new people. Also, that is what dating is, is figuring out if you are the match. You know, like... I, I, I see like, that, to but me, I also think there are some people who are looking looking for that specifically, looking to be in a relationship specifically. I think everyone is. I think at the end of the day, everyone is. But it's like... like right. I, I think a lot of... To, t- have, to have casual sex, maybe, or like not to generalize, but a lot of men are also looking to have casual... or, or happy with having casual sex with someone who might be interested in more than that. Also, men aren't in any rush. Never mind casual sex. Men are going, yeah, when it happens, it happens, but I'm going to have fun along the way. And it's like a lot of people are stopping themselves from having fun. Like if someone asked me on a dating app what I was looking for, if they asked me this question, and I, if I didn't mark it off, and they were like, oh, I see you didn't mark off what you're looking for here. What are you looking for? I would assume that that person asking me that question isn't mentally ready to be in a mature adult relationship. Why and is I think that? It go- I think it goes both ways. I think that's male or female. I have asked the question, what are you looking for? Because you're looking to absolve yourself of the responsibility of having standards. When you say, what are you looking for? Oh, okay, I'm looking for casual. Okay, good, stay away. It's like, who knows what they're looking for? I don't necessarily I, I, think they're looking to absolve themselves of responsibility so that they can. I think that like from your perspective or from what you're saying, it sounds like you're like the women are like ready are looking for like their backup blaming plan for when things don't work out so they can like catch you in what you said and then like bring it back for when and make you into the bad guy when you don't yes. do that absolutely right. i don't think that's necessarily the case i think when we were originally doing it we're kind of like looking to weed out guys who were maybe like in a just looking to sleep around but i'm saying the people that you know if you're an adult you know we're not looking what, to go on dates or not looking to um but this is but this is the thing like i i again this is with subtle context and not being direct and the you know the idea of meeting someone like I, I hear what you're saying that not everyone is like, like there's a reason for it because you don't want to waste your time meeting someone who's lying to you. But like, to me, I'm like, you're lying with actions too. Like, and also guys do ask on dating apps, what are you looking for also? And if a girl says, um, I'm looking for something serious, you know, like, oh, well, casual. And then like, I think it, it happens the other way too. The people that want casual ask you what you're looking for and then hold that against you later down the line when you say, what are we? And you go, well, you said you want a casual. Like, I think it works both ways is, is, is more the... To, to right, just, but I think that people should kind of be a little bit clear about what they are looking for. But if there is... I would understand that someone is on the dating app going, I really don't know. If I meet someone, I meet someone. That's great. Like, I would be on there that way as well. Right. But I th- and I think that there are a lot of people who are on that, but I don't think that it's necessarily like a bad thing to to have a sense of some people are on those things and they're and a lot of people are not saying whatever happens happens. They're saying I would like to meet someone. I want to I want to be in a relationship. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But I'm saying these conversations th- there's nothing wrong with that and I agree with you. I think these conversations happen 
if they're happening over dating apps, you're dealing with someone that isn't like these conversations can and should happen. I think mm-hmm. just like you're on a dating app and you say to someone, Hey, how's your weekend? My weekend was good. Oh, okay, cool. And then you have like a 10 minute good conversation of back and forth, a ping pong conversation. And then you say, well, this was great. Um, I'm free for drinks Wednesday. Here's my number. Let me know if you want to do something like that should be it. That's so you're should, saying it, like, Find out from actions, not what they're saying. Absolutely. Like the guy who says, well, I don't know about this week. Well, you got my number. I got, you know, I have enough of a taste to see you publicly around other people to have a fun first date. Like I've gotten enough. Right. Again, going way back to, you know, Dr. Ellen Fisher, who we bring up a lot, her calling it an introduction app is so true. The minute you get into problems is when you get ahead of yourself, the emotional masturbation, as you call it. Like, they, this is when, you know, th- I think emotional masturbation happens when you're getting someone to even answer these questions. What are you looking for? Well, I don't know. I haven't met you. I don't know what you're like on a first date. Right. I think it's I, like, what you're saying is like, what I do agree with about that is like being willing to like, quote unquote, waste a little bit of your time and being able to like figure that out without having to have them tell you directly what it is because you will be able to figure it out fairly quickly. I mean, what's the worst that could happen? You go on the, worst, the fir- I'll tell you. Go yeah, what is the, the <laughs> what is the worst that could happen? The worst that could happen is you um you go on a few dates with someone, you really like them. Um then you sleep with them and you and you really like them and then they slowly start pulling away from you and then they don't like really say anything but they just kind of like cat you really like them you're asking them to hang out they're kind of slowly drifting away maybe they'll say yes to some things and no to other things they're sending a lot of mixed messages you've already slept with them and maybe you continue to kind of sleep with them because you're like you do really like them and mm. then you're just kind of in this like anxiety ridden months long thing where you, you're trying to figure out what's going on and the guy's not really giving you any clear answers. Um, and then eventually he says that he's not ready to be in a relationship. And then sure. that's three months of your life. That's the worst that could happen. <clears throat> yeah, I, I, I understand why that is <laughs> detrimental. Like, I, I understand It's just that. not pleasant. I get sure. it. Sure. I've, yeah. I've been that guy who's done that. You know, where you're, you've been on a few dates, you've slept together, what are we doing here? It's been a month. Um, I'm not really, you know, I, I'm trying to think. You're as kind that, of into it, so you keep seeing them, but you're not like, you sure. kind of know you're not going to like really be with them. Their birthday happened the third week of it, so you can't really end it now. Um, I, I, <laughs> I'm trying to think in, in, in that headspace when I was there. What's the point where I would have known that that's the thing like it's a two way street. And so like I I'm not trying to absolve the quote unquote me in this situation of being detrimental to someone's emotional health, because I, I do think that there's that. Yes, that. But at what point is the guy allowed to make his decisions is at what point? Are you, you know, like, I mean, he's, al- he's allowed to make his decisions at any point, but I think this, like, what you're saying, like, this fear of being, like, this bad guy or, like, sticking it out for long enough to, like, it's, then it's about you. 
it's not about the person and like saving their anxiety or, or making or letting them kind of like in on where your head's at instead kind of letting them have to interpret all your signals to figure out what's going on. Do you know what I mean? Of, of course. But I, I would argue that it's also about like not bringing it up is about the other is, is about you as well. You know, so like as selfish mm-hmm. it is, as it is to like go, I don't know. We've been on a few dates. We've slept together. We've had a good time. I'm not really sure if I want to take on the responsibility of this person as a girlfriend or a significant other. Like the 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 part where he's pulling away. When are you saying something? Hey, well, you're yeah, pulling that's... away. You know, like, hey, um, I feel like the the vibe has changed. Like, give it to me. Let's talk about it. Are you? You know, I don't really want to, you know, like at what point do you go, you're not acting like someone I want to be my boyfriend. You know, I, I think a lot of times it's boyfriend I agree or bust. With that. You know, I, I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's this, the, this is the reason these things are hard. I'm, I'm not saying I'm, I'm trying to, I hope I don't sound like I'm defending no, this person. I, I'm I, saying this is hard. I agree with that. I think sometimes after you sleep with someone, you become again, like a little bit more artificially into them again because of like some chemical things and so like you do kind of like you do you are more invested than perhaps you should be given like how the other person how committed the other person seems to it or how invested they seem in it like that's sort of like the nature of Mm -hmm. like but like here's here's the other thing like relationships any relationship whether it's casual or serious they they need check-ins they yeah. they need what's going on. I'm feeling great about this. You're feeling great. You know, like well, they need there needs to be both people kind of like at the negotiation table at all times. Like and like, listen, well, Jess what and point I, are we, you entitled to a check in? Anytime like, you want. At, at, at the minute you feel you want to check in, like, you know, someone's either going to deal with you or not. You know, like and, and I think a lot of people don't check in because it hurts to hear that someone doesn't want to deal with them. And. Like I like it, to go back to this, and email. you know, I think there's a fear. There's a fear of being like, oh, like you're just like you're like obsessed with me, and you're moving too fast, and you're turning me off. I I in that in that sp- particular case, I always take things to like the jury. Like if I was to bring that to a jury, and I and I was like, well, I asked him if he was still down for a date next week, and then I said, it feels like your vibe is off, and then he was like. You're obsessed with me. The jury would go, yeah, he's acting very emotionally. He's not being, you're not obsessed with him. You're, you like him and you want to get to know him more. Like if you boil it down to like the simplicity of like, I like you. I want to get to know you more. It's not about like, you know, and, and, and holding like, again, that's where the, you said you were looking for something. And it's like, I get, I, you know, what's the answer then? I am looking for something. Obviously this isn't it. Like, is that what, you know? <laughs> You know, that's a harsh thing to say to somebody. Yeah, I, I like let's let's I mean, let's all live under the assumption that everyone is looking for something. You know, like if you live under that assumption, then you can only say, well, I guess I'm not that something for them. Like, right. Her- Which I think is like, I mean, to bring this conversation full circle, I think is like a little painful, but it's easier Absolutely. to move on from. Well, she's looking at his profile. Is that what it is? And and. She says, is this a case where he isn't ready for a relationship with me and wants a relationship with someone else, or is he just looking to have casual hookups? If that's the case, why not select the casual option? Well, I would say 
it's a mix of the two. And that's the answer she doesn't want to hear. And that's the harder answer. It's like, yeah, he's looking for someone that isn't you. And he's also looking to be casual until he gets to the land of relationship. Right. Do men and, have this idea of like, I'm just going to sleep with as many people as I feel like until I find the one and then I will sleep with no one else? I don't think that's like the, the plan. I don't, I don't think that's the goal. I think the, I think the goal a lot of times is like, I'm going to be out for myself until I have to be completely selfless. Okay. You know, I, I think like I, I have a friend. Um, he's got a great joke. His name's Nathan McIntosh. He's super funny. Everyone should go follow him. He's a fantastic stand-up comic from Canada. Lives in New York now. And he has a joke about, like, dads and how dads just get shit on. And it's, like, <laughs> just, like, how dad, oh, there's dad. And then, like, the whole thing is about how his dad is, like, yeah, dad is dressed like such a loser. And dad, you know, is a fat old dad who, you know, whatever, like, who pays for the trip, but like, screw dad. Like uh, dad's just the punchline of like this. Whole, he, he right. I'm not doing the joke justice. Obviously. No, I don't I know it, it specifically, yeah. but I remember I the, mean, yeah. the vibe of the joke. I just always loved when he told it. Um, because it, it's like, there is a point where it's like, you become doofy, fat loser, dad. And it's like, we can't uh, wait. <laughs> right. And it's like, you know, and, and again, this is back to the conversation we had about like, you know, men with that get in serious relationships. They don't exactly like give you this glowy picture. They don't look at you and go, you know, well, you know, like you're going to love it. No more people harassing you on dating apps. Like I think women get a different, you know, welcome wagon, you know, like, so I, I'm not blaming this totally, but I'm saying like the idea of like, you know, have your fun. It's like, well, have your selfishness, I think is like what a lot of guys are kind of, and the, you know, find the right person when it's right for you. And, and I, again, that has to do with like, we don't have a clock, you know, we have the, the luxury and the privilege of not having like a biological clock. So like, we're kind of living in this different, like, hey, whatever right. happens, it happens. Life's you know? an eternal party, yeah. Sure, until, you know, you're doofy dad. You know, I... Right, I, well, the reason it's so easy for society to make fun of doofy dad is because none of that shit actually matters for him. What do you mean? The Like, I don't think anyone really cares if, like, doofy dad, like has a great haircut or looks really cool or sure. like it's, you know what I mean? There's less yeah, of there's, like a pressure on, he doesn't have to <laughs> be like, it's only, it's only funny because no one gives a shit. Do you know what I mean? Of, co like, of if course. It, if it, if yeah, it was it, like, Oh, here's dumpy mom that like looks like shit every day. Like <laughs> that would be like more painful because like, that's not what society expects of her. Do you know what yeah, I mean? I, I, totally. I, I, it's very funny and sad like, at the same time. Yeah. Right. It's a, <laughs> Like, I mean, like, look at, like, every look at sitcom. mom trying to work out like a fucking Ugh. loser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, it's, um, it's, a, it's like a sitcom. You know, that's why the sitcom is, like, the, the fat guy with the beautiful woman or whatever right. it is. You know, like, like, you never, you know, it's not you fair. You don't see it the societal. other way around because that would never happen. Cause like, or we just don't picture it you know like we just don't show it in art i guess i don't know it would be like societally less acceptable though 
Right. I, I again, like, listen, I'm not the doofy dad character. Like, I'm not like, whoa, is the doofy dad? I'm right. more like, <laughs> I'm more like, yeah, like, you know, as far as like, when are you going to, you know, are guys just out trying to have sex? I think guys are just out not wanting to bear the responsibility of, of someone else, right. which, but so- which is kind of, you know, I think a lot of people who don't want rela- people in general, if you're not, if you're not looking for a relationship, that's kind of what you're opting out of is responsibility. I, right. I think the confusing part is when someone appears to be wanting that and then changes their mind or sure. cha- even like changes their actions like midway through. And then you kind of have to like tear it out of them that that's like that they're just not interested in doing that with you when it's like kind of seemed that way in the beginning before they slept with you when they were like, courting you and acting like they wanted a relationship and then like once you were in they were out this is why i and this kind of goes back to my theory that like these dating apps were like uh were are basically like giving you know nerdy guys a little bit of a superhero power like Mm -hmm. you know the dating apps gave a guy who doesn't want to leave the house who doesn't want to speak to women um a little, you know, device that can make them into a stud. All of a sudden, oh, I don't have to look at their face when I say, uh, you know, uncomfortable things or things that I could get turned down to. Oh, I don't have to leave my toilet to go out and meet someone new. You know, like you've given the the everyday Joe and Jim, the regular Joe and Jim, the ability to be a a you know, a stud who's out every night, you know, before dating apps, you'd have to go out. You'd have to face someone face to face. Hey, Jordana, would you want to take, can I get your number? No. Okay. (laughs) I'll fucking go, (laughs) go fuck myself. You know, like now on the dating apps, all that is so much more subtle that like, uh, you know, a guy who needs, you know, needs quote unquote to take you on three dates to get you to take them seriously can do that without having to find you in a bar to look like, you know, you don't even have to have that introduction where he looks all that cool or studly. Right. It's, well, that's it's, why we like meeting people in bars. <laughs> I, it's yeah. crazy that back in the day, it would be like, you met him in a bar? Ew, and now it's like, ooh, you met him in a bar. Like, How he must be, yeah, he yeah. must be a real talker, you know? Like, you know, right. so it, I, I, again, this is, uh, we've, we've kind of, we're on the same subject of the email, but it, it is definitely like a bigger issue of subtlety. Yeah. I think it's just like, it's not like, again, like so many things you talk about, it's not black and white. There's so much like, you know what I mean? I don't think anyone sets out to be the bad guy, like we're saying, but yeah. I do think that there, there is like, I understand the anxiety of being on the other end of it and being like, it's really hard to figure out like, what this guy wants and I get like it should be about what you want but like sometimes like you if you've been on if you've been on four dates with someone and you're sleeping with them like that's what you want I and they they start acting differently from before before you started sleeping with them and then after like that's a that's something that happens often yeah no I'm with you and that's I mean personally I remember when before I met Jess that was kind of why I kind of like I was like done with dating apps because I was like, I am 
just by nature of being on the dating app, you are saying, I want to date. Uh, right. It's called a dating app. So I, I was like, and I'm out most nights. Like I was out doing stand-up every night. And to me, I was like, if you're not looking to date, don't be on the dating app. And like people, I would get DMs like, we should do drinks. And I'd be like, well, n- I can't. I have shows, but I'm up for meeting late night. And I was like, right. you, you know, tried my, to, to maintain that the vibe. honesty of right. like, yeah, I was trying my best. And I don't think a lot of guys think of this. It took me, you know, years of, of online dating and, and, and uh, to kind of like, and also it took me like reading emails like we read here. So not all these guys get that, you know? So that's why I have a lot more empathy for them than maybe someone listening might be like, well, they're all doing, I don't think they're doing it on purpose. I think it takes a lot of self-reflection to go, hey, my actions are that of a dater. And also I never called someone crazy for thinking that we were going to get more serious. That's why a lot of people, and they're like, well, all of a sudden he got weird after the fourth date. It's like, without sex, he would get weird. He knows where this is headed if, the, if he's not up for something more serious. So, like, mm-hmm. this, like, this, like, actionable lies, I guess is a, maybe a, a, a phrase for it, or, like, lying with your actions, it, it, it's, it's kind of hard to realize until it's too late. You know, you're like, right. oh, we and went on the first date yeah. and now you're on the third date and you're like, oh, we have gone on three dates, but I'm just like kind of getting to know you. I'm not really even there yet to even like decide on if we're like, ex- you know what I mean? Like to be exclusive. And yeah, so I, I have empathy for the guys that are doing this just because I and I again, I get put in the position of like explaining for someone who's ruined someone's month, you know, like <laughs> and, and I don't mean to. Make yeah, well, that's what I mean. Like, and then again, like to have your month ruined. I've had my month ruined. It's not like the end of the world. You move on. You actually yeah. like sometimes like learn a little something or two. It's not like when you're saying like, what's the worst thing that can happen? Like I described like an upsetting situation, but it's not like the worst thing that could happen to a person. Obviously, sure. I I mean, this might be a good line for people um, who are, if you're a woman or a man experiencing someone who is drifting away, who is. And and this only gets worse because of texting. So even they, subtly. Even which, subtly. Right. I would say, I mean, it might be a good line to say to someone, hey, let's talk this out. Ruin my month, not my year. Right. You know, you know, like, yeah. you know, like, like, listen, if you're not up for like getting more serious, getting to know me better, make this a bad month. It's going to suck. It's going to sting because I'm starting to like you. But don't drag this on and ruin my year. Like, I think that's a really adult way to talk to someone who's not acting like an adult. Right. To get them to just like tell you what's actually up, what they're actually thinking. Cause like, that's where you feel like I can under, you're in that phase as a, I mean, as either dater, but for me as a, as a woman was just kind of like, this is like, I'm just very anxious about this. Like mm. I seem, sometimes it seems like he's into me and sometimes it seems like he's not. And like, he'll ask me on a date, but it's now like last minute or it's kind of like, you know, when before it was like three days ahead or like he wants to hang yeah. out once a week when he used to want to hang out <laughs> twice a week. So it's like mm-hmm. a lot. It's not always kind of like, oh, like they're ghosting you. Sometimes it is like I've got a, like I'm not really sure what's going on. I agree with you. Like I wish back when I was dating, I felt more empowered. And if I had maybe we'd been running this podcast, I would have sure. um, to have just been like, what's up? Like something feels off. What's going on? And to not be like to have the fear of, of myself coming off as like, 
obsessively into them or whatever. Yeah, and it's like you're not obsessively into them. You're saying I'll like it like to help anyone going through that, like you just want to get to know them more and they're seemingly don't want to get to know you. So that would make anyone feel badly. That would make anyone feel anxious, especially mm-hmm. if you're like, you know, like that you'd be that way with a friend. You know, like, yeah. hey, I'm trying to like hang out with you. Am I bothering you? Like, I, I, I mean, during what's going on now, I, uh, there's some friends that I've texted because like I'm trying to keep up with people that I don't see. You know, like especially comics where I'm like good, you know, close with them, and then like we used to see each other every night, and then I would like send like bits that I'm working on and I'll, like things like that, and I'll always. And there's been a few where I've been like, hey, am I if I'm annoying you, tell me right now because I'll back off. You know, right. And have they people told you that you're annoying them, though? You know, you know what usually happens? Or is it more usual that they're like kind of like more responsive temporarily? No, what happens is, is no, I'm going through some shit. Right. Or I'm really busy at work. It's not even busy. It's it's, it's it becomes more vulnerable than busy. It becomes like, you know, I you know, it's just times are just kind of weird right now. I, I And I'm going through it with some other things. And I just write back. Cool. I'm here for you. Like it, now it turns into like, I'm here for you if, if you need me. And then it's gone back to normal. You know, like, I, I, again, it was in my head more than anything else. But like when you say to someone like, hey, I'm just trying to like interact with you and you break it down and you take away like you, you simplify it. it right. It, it becomes less, you know, now you're but not. Oh, OK. I'm not being annoyed. Sometimes when you simplify it, the guy does come back with, oh, I'm sorry. You know, I've just been going through a lot of work and like my mom, you know, is sick my, or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And my, then your response, I'm here for you. Like, what do you do with that? Well, in a, <laughs> I'm here for you. Okay, good, thanks. You know, like, <laughs> cool. <laughs> cool. Text you on yeah. Friday. Text you Friday at midnight. <laughs> well, I at that point, if someone, if I, if I got the text, and I was like, hey, I've been really busy, work, my mom, this, whatever, mm-hmm. I would say, I'm really sorry you're going through that. Um, I am here just trying to get to know you. I like the date we had. If you're down for another date, you have my number. And, and make it so specific. I am here for dating. I'm not here for 2 a.m. I'm not here for... I'm here for... And you have to walk away from it. Like... Right. And, and again, that's back to like, what are you looking for? Everyone is looking... You know, most people are looking for the right person for them at the right time, at the right pace. And you might not be any of those things for them. And... When you say, like, what are you looking for on here? It's just like, if they knew, then they wouldn't have gone out with you anyways. You know, or they, if they knew what they were looking for, th- then they wouldn't talk to you unless you were exactly what they were looking for. And it's like, no one knows that right. ahead of time. Yeah, and I think you can, I mean, yeah, I, I guess I get what you're seeing, like, saying... They don't know it ahead of time. And sometimes, and I think you just kind of have to accept the fact that it happens that sometimes people know that, that you're not the one after seeing you for a bit and that you might have invested some time and energy sure. into this person and you saw it going further than they do. And you will get hurt, but like you'll get over it. A bad month is better than a bad year. I, right. I, I would uh, also say, I, I want to reiterate, guys do this too. Guys say, what are you looking for on the app? And it's like, they want, I've said this on here, like, they want you to say, oh, I, I, I'm, I'm here to 
uh, blow random dudes. Oh, thank God we we're talking. You know, like it's like that's never going right. to happen for them. But that's kind of what they're saying. Like, what are you looking for? They want to make sure that you don't say like, well, you know, if I was someone, well, I'd be like a relationship. You know that. What's anyone on here for? I would. If you wanted to, to pull the, if you wanted to pull the guy card, you could say like, "Oh yeah, I'm here to like give great head and like have a lot of sex." And then when they like try to pursue that, you could be like, "I meant with my with like my boyfriend yeah, that, like, <laughs> in the future." Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Or someone who's ready to commit right now. Absolutely. <laughs> like you so, could. That's like the that would's like the female version. I, mean, I feel like that. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I'm all like, because with a guy, it's like, yeah, I'm willing to do that with the right person. It's like, for us, like, yeah, I'm willing to do all that sexual stuff with the right person, too. It's <laughs> a good way to answer it. I think that's true. You know, I love Skims underwear, but now that their bra line is out, it's all I ever want to wear. Hands down, the no show Belkanet bra from Skims is the sexiest bra I own. It provides support, but keeps my natural shape and it's invisible under clothing. I love my Skims wireless form bra. It's so comfortable, but it still does the job. It feels like it's lifted. I know where everything is. That's a big issue for me. I want to make sure that like everything is where it's supposed to be. But it also looks really cute. It's not like some like scary looking bra that I would never want to show anyone. I typically don't like traditional underwire bras, but Skims changed that. I'm literally wearing one right now. And there's one for literally every kind of shirt that you could be wearing. There's so many different pieces. I really love the wireless form t-shirt bra, the weightless scoop bra, and the no-show online demi bra. Skims bras are made with innovative technology to give you the best shape and support. Plus, every bra is designed with the comfiest and softest materials, so you feel like you're wearing nothing at all. Shop Skims bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. You're already shopping at your favorite stores. Why not be saving while doing it? Rakuten is the most rewarding way to shop and save because our members earn cash back on everything that they buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores across every category like beauty, clothing, electronics, and more. You know I love to find the best deals. You know I'm a deal searcher. You know I like deals. Rakuten is the hack to save money while shopping. You know I love points. So you can use Rakuten to get cash back at over 3,500 stores across every single category, including fashion, beauty, electronics, home essentials, travel, dining, and so much more. Rakuten has your favorite brands like Bloomingdale's, Blue Mercury, and Zappos. The stores pay Rakuten a commission for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the commission with its members. You get paid via check or PayPal quarterly. That's wonderful. You're already shopping at these places. Why not? Get in on the game. Start all your shopping at Rakuten.com or get the Rakuten app to start saving today. Your cash back really adds up. Let's do some awkward sex. You ready? Let's do it. You ready? UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. Hi, J Square. This isn't the most off-the-wall sexual encounter, but it has to be the strangest thing I've ever experienced during a hookup. I was getting, a hot, getting hot and heavy for the first time with a guy I was a few dates in with. So far, so good. He was a nice kisser, and there was some handsy foreplay that was all fun and enjoyable. Things took a turn when the clothes came off and he started going down on me. Again, all fine and good until when, he, when he's down there, mid-tongue action, he pulls back for a second to incorporate his fingers. Ooh, we have a pro here. 
Uh, and I realize this guy is smacking away on his gum that he had been chewing since earlier in the night. He continues chewing intermittently in between eating me out and fingering me. If he would have tucked it back, <laughs> if he would have tucked it back and was discreet about the gum, it wouldn't have bothered me at all. But the vigor with which he was chomping was so distracting. I finally finish and he comes back up north for his turn. He's trying really hard to make out with me to keep the sexy times going. And while normally I don't have an issue with kissing after oral, I was really grossed out that he still had, the gu- had this wad in his mouth. At this point, I'm pretty turned off and want to finish him off and be done. So I hop on top in hopes I can end things quickly. He keeps trying to pull my head down to kiss him. And I keep pulling back and sitting up to ride him so that I can discreetly and politely put distance between myself and the vagina gum. I also forgot to mention that he is the quietest person I have ever been with in bed. Like it's hard awkwardly to talk so. While I, you've got gum in your mouth. Right? <laughs> I almost thought it had been uh, terrible for him until we were done and he raved about how amazing it was. So while I'm on top working my ass off and putting out all my best moves to this get this guy off. The smacking of the gum was the only noise I could hear ringing in my ears. The rest of our escapade ended up being him staring at me, unblinking, barely moving since I was on top and not making a sound except the chomping of his gum until I finished a few minutes later. While very tame, it was the strangest thing that's happened to me during sex. And if I liked him more, it might have been just a red flag. But needless to say, I don't think it was meant to be because that was definitely uh, that was definitely out. He was a nice person, just not for me. And I promise I was respectful and didn't villainize him at the brunch table, as you always say. Thanks for all you do. I hope guys can at least get a laugh out of this one. Uh, sincerely, Minty Fresh for JJ. That is, I, I love that because there's a lot in there that, like, I'm sure. I have to ask you, have you ever had the gum thing happen to you? Not that I'm aware of, but according to you, apparently a lot of men are just having gum in the back of their mouth and no one knows uh, about it. I've had it. I've had it in the back, like uh, top right. Jess is chiming in. What's that? She just goes, it's disgusting. <laughs> I've had it in the top right quadrant. And then ha- during like, sex. Yes. But then I like bring it like I, I'm putting it up in the corner. So like, I don't think I'm sitting there going like. <laughs> Jess is asking, what if it was so minty it burned her? I, I would hope not. It wasn't a, a big red, red hot, <laughs> not, whatever they're yeah, called. No, I'm not, if you're chewing big red, you shouldn't be doing this. I, I don't know. <laughs> I never, I guess you forget. I, I keep gum in the top right cheek of my mouth no matter what right. I'm doing. So right like, right now? Just, not right now. Um, okay. But I, I, so I'm like, I could be going down on, you know, someone, but I could also be, you know, on stage doing stand-up. Like, the gum is just Has there. Has anyone noticed this? No, I don't think I've ever... Maybe, you know, maybe they haven't written into a different podcast, but I don't know. Right. Are you, like, chewing it loudly, though? Like, it seems no, like that I, was sort I, of I'm the pr- issue here. Yeah, the, the chewing, to me, makes sense that it would be annoying, right? Yeah, it seems like a little, like, unsexy. Like, imagine if someone was just chewing on, like, their food, even, like... Yeah, it's, like, it's not sexy. Yeah, I would call this one. I would just call this one vagina gum because I feel like that should be an invention. (laughs) Yeah, I, I, I. Also, the the gross part to me would be that it's called eating someone out, 
and having that go together with would be like I don't I don't need physically it sounds like they're eating yeah, yeah physically sounds yeah so it's like just the visual with the audio would be enough to turn me off um yeah. The other thing in this email that I really like is the quiet sexual partner thing. Have you been with a guy who is just like sitting there blinking? Like it is funny that he's sitting there blinking while he's chewing as if he's at the movies having popcorn or some shit. Right. Like going through the motions or something. Yeah. Um, I've, I, I think there's dead silent is like different, I think, than like not a talker. Like I'm fine with that. Not a talk about like I don't even know what the noises guys should make. Something that feels like appropriate. I don't know. Like it's on the moment for women. The ah ah like that makes sense. That's fun. That's sexual. But like a guy, I understand the idea of like, what do I even say in this? Like, like that's not hot. Right. Maybe it's more about like the body language of seeming that you're very into it. Yeah. I, every time when I read this email, I kept thinking of like, you know, when someone blinks and it makes that like blink, 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 you know, like that, like cartoon blinking sound. That's what I kept thinking of. Like her on top, like riding, like she's fucking, you know, in, in the, the WAP music video and he's down there like blink, 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 like a toddler. Not seeming like unfazed by (laughs) what's going on. Right. (laughs) Like that would annoy me. If yeah, I was like going you have to, to at least like give a sense that you're like happy to be here. And yeah, like, I've been a, I've come silently, like I've done the like yeah I'm done. I think that's fine. Yeah, I I did have a woman say to me she was like, it it didn't know that you I I want to know that you enjoyed yourself just by the sound of me, <laughs> like they she wanted that <laughs> she wanted that, <laughs> that that beautiful sound. That, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I think it also like signifies the end. It's like. You know, right. it, it, it's the well, yeah. you know, Sometimes like, if, there's, if there's absolutely no noise, you cannot even know. See what I mean? Sure. Like yeah. there has to be like or there's some there's and like for I think for men, that's like a lot more uncomfortable to be continue going after they're they've already come than for women. Oh, yeah. That that to me, like, listen, when I go and then. Like, you know, maybe my partner's still moving. I'm like, oh, ah, right. You're you know, like, like, it's like, very, it's, very, like, get yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. yeah, get the fuck off me, bitch. Yeah, like. Right. So I think in that sense, it's helpful where you're not like, no one wants to be like, well, excuse me, I've actually finished. Yeah. Like, <laughs> when you want like some sort of like. I blow, I blow in her ear and I, right. I go, I've come. <laughs> That's how I come. It is. It is. <laughs> it has happened. That, w- that was great. Can you imagine no noise and then you just whisper, gets a guy lifts up. I fully enjoyed that. Like, right. That That's what weirdest. I'm saying. Like <laughs> you need some sort of sign, like physical sign that the person's there. So, what, what would so you, you call, call it? I call it gummy bear. Don't care. Okay. Cause he was gummy bear. Just not caring about the, uh, Oh, the chomper. What, what is it? What is it? Jess? She's laughing at herself. She has a name. Big Pussy Chew. Oh, wow. Oh, like Big League like big Chew? Red? No. Big League Chew is like it comes in the pouch and it's gum. So it'd be okay. Big Pussy. So instead of, 
and it's like it looks like it's um chewing tobacco but it's actually bubble gum so it's called big league chew so she's saying call it big pussy kids do kids it's it's like kids bubble gum it's like to like imitate a baseball player it's actually probably harmful to mental health because you're just basically teaching kids how to like kids how to chew tobacco chew tobacco but it's called big league chew because a lot of big leaguers so you'd call it big pussy chew nice which sounds like i'm sneezing big pussy chew big pussy chew right (laughs) i had smack uh snack and smacker there you go that was the other one. I, 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 had a, I don't know if I told you this story. One of my best friends and I used to take this economics class together. We, we both majored in economics, so we were like an econ whatever together. And we were in class. Have I told this story? And we had this one. Uh, the girl yeah, you were she like was, throwing rappers at or something? No, we weren't throwing rappers at her. <laughs> she sat in between us, and she's like was like a genius, like went on to work at the biggest banks and right. be a billionaire. And him and I, one class, just split a package of Bubblicious, which comes like six to a pack because they're huge. And we just sat on either side of her just with three Bubblicious in our mouth, just going. Oh, wow. The whole class. Poor girl. And I, and I remember she like mid-class just stood up and was like, enough, I have to go. And like everyone was like, what? And we were just dying. And she like ran out. Um, I'm but- sure you're on her uh, people to kill list. <laughs> right. Let's do an email. You ready? I'm ready. Yeah. I just called that one big uh, vagina gum. Oh, uh, vagina gum, right? You, okay. Yeah. That's it. Sorry about okay. that. Okay. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Um, hi, Jordan and Jared. I've been listening to your show for a while and I'm a big fan. Thanks for everything that you do. Two months ago, I started seeing this girl I matched with on Hinge. We're pretty close in age. I'm a 28 year old guy and she is 30. We hit it off and started hanging out more and more and we're hooking up and everything. I was pretty into her and she definitely was too. She even helped me move some things into an apartment I moved into and she always drove me home after dates since I don't have a car living in the city. I, I mean, this sounds like more like a job <laughs> than her mom. Than ra- yeah. Can right. I get a ride? You home? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she helps you move. She drove, drives you home after. Yeah. Um, Girls are saying. I ended up meeting some of her friends and everything seems to be going well. However, around two weeks ago, I could tell she was getting more distant and I was doing most of the initiating. I couldn't help but check her Hinge profile and she updated it to her new neighborhood that she moved to. I personally did not update mine despite moving too because I was pretty content to not pursue other girls on Hinge. Last week, we met up and she told me she didn't feel ready for a relationship and didn't want to force things, which I respected. I did tell her that I had been thinking of her a lot and asked if there was anything I could do, but she said no. I told her I understood her position. She seemed genuinely a little sad to be ending things, but she was upfront. She also told me I was the nicest guy she ever dated, which made me more confused as to why she wanted to end things. She said it was how she felt right now, quote unquote, right now, which suddenly implied I could reconnect at some point, but it seemed pretty unlikely. After we said goodbye, I did text her just to say if she changed her mind to let me know which may have been a little needy, but I like this girl a lot. I don't know if she was just telling me she wasn't ready for a relationship so she wouldn't hurt my feelings, or maybe she met another guy. I'm still hope- hopeful that she may reach out at some point. What does this mean? Thanks so much for taking the time to read this. Also, as a follow-up, in response to my text saying, let me know if you change your mind, she replied immediately saying, thanks, I will. Please let me Oof. know what you think. <laughs> Brutal. It's over, dude. Yeah. I, yeah, I would say it's over. And I'm and I'm saying this 
I'm trying to give him tough love because I understand all of his emotional reasoning right now. Like everything he's saying yeah. isn't wrong. You know, yeah, I, it get is, it. I get it. I get it. He's not stupid. He's not again, the same thing as the, this is all in the, in the land of, I, you, you know, she says, you're the nicest guy I ever met for someone else. This is all living in the right. land of like context and nuance. And this woman, Again, she may have been. She, of course, she was sad. A nice guy that isn't the match for her. It's uh, again, it sucks, it, yeah. it, it sucks, and also like it proves the point of like how hard this stuff is. There's a lot of nice people. There's a lot of nice people that I wouldn't date. So I, I, I understand that he's like. I mean, she says I'm still hopeful. She may reach out at some point. She's not. She's not reaching out. Yeah. The, even worse, let me know if you change your mind. She replied immediately, thanks, I will. She was checking you off the list. She was responding as nice as she could to get you to like right. stop. But it's she not going to happen. She likes you as a person. She's not going to like not reply something nice. Totally. And 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 there's like so many things in this email that like we can pull out. Um, but you got more, you know, nobody changes. Again, I said something earlier in this podcast and I want to reiterate. We're all looking for the meal, the the satiating meal. We're all looking for the big Italian special dinner. You got to eat along the way. You're not going to you you got to you got to live. You got to have you got to have this woman, you are, you know, the idea that like you're a very nice person. We had a good time. She and and then she's changing her hinge pro- profile because she's looking for the satisfying dinner. You know, like nobody right. changes their dating profile because they're so ecstatic about the person that they're currently seeing. Yeah, that's something we all have to like, I guess, like accept when thinking about these things. Or like, even if she, I think also for him, it's important to remember that like, even if she did come back, he shouldn't be interested. Because like, if she, and and I've kind of like, I've been her and I've been him and I get it. It's like, if they come back, it's because they're feeling a little lonely and they feel like, Oh, I remember that person. They were nice. Yes. Um, they were they're like a keep- good, they were a good guy. I like, wish I liked someone like that person. Let me give it another shot. They're trying to convince themselves into you. The hardest part, like, uh, uh, you know, a really hard thing with dating is like, is when you do find these really good people and you go, Damn it. I have no good reason to end things. And your friends are like, oh, I love that guy. And your friends are like, he was so nice. And it's like, right. yeah, but he didn't make me wet. He didn't make my yeah. dick hard. You know, like, I, I don't know how to say that to people. You know, like, I, again, there's a relationship pie. And you're trying to have all of those pieces of the pie fit together. And if one of those pie pieces isn't there, it can... It can Ru- bail you yeah. out of the whole thing. Like it can, like I, I and I understand why personal. she's, what would he rather her say to him? I fucking hate you and I never want to fuck you again. And you're ugly. And, um, you, this was the, you know, you're nice, but like, I don't want nice guys. Like, that's not what she, th- she doesn't mean that. Right. Or like, even if like, I mean, even I think the part about like, you're nice and I don't want nice guys. Like, Maybe there's an element of truth to that, but the I think at the end of the day, it's kind of like that closure discussion we've had. It's like it doesn't really matter why. Yeah, it doesn't. That like they've like ended it, and like it's almost like interesting to see 
this because it reminds me that like we've both been sort of like we've all been both people we've been the mm -hmm. person who's and we were talking about this with the original opening email it's like we've been i've been or at least for me like i've been the person that dates the guy for three months and then he kind of pulls away and then i have to tell him and then he winds up telling me that he's like not ready for a relationship or something. And then I've also been the person who dates the guy that's perfectly nice that I like and that mm -hmm. I'm just kind of like this. I wish I liked this person, but it's just not working out for me. Yeah. And like it, it would life would be easier if I did like this person. Yeah, that that is another life would be easier. Such a great way to put it, because it's like, I mean, he wrote, I like this girl a lot. You like how she made you feel a lot. That is yeah. true. Um you should take the things you liked about her to judge the next person. That's called creating taste. That's called, hey, maybe the next person won't be as great, but there'll be things you learn about that you like from them to take to the next person. Like, this is all, like, a part of the process. I feel bad for him, but, like, at the same time, what does this mean? It's so interesting that, like, she's like, ah, you're really nice. I don't want to date you. Well, what does this mean? I, it mean, you know, it means he does. She doesn't want to date you. It means right. she's being whatever you know, reason. And most people are conflict averse. So, you know, like Jess said, maybe she doesn't want to fuck you. Well, we're trying to be nice to this person, Jess. Jess is a <laughs> Jess is. I did say that. I said that's part of the pie. Like she doesn't. There's something missing for her. I don't know if it's fucking him or whatever it is, but it's it's whatever it might be believe them you know like right. uh, you know what is the maya angelo quote if someone tells who, you who they are believe them yeah if so uh, here's maya angelo if she was a relationship expert if That's someone she says say. she would say if someone says um i'm not ready for a relationship it's with you you're not yeah. with you know so like and believe them the, yeah. and believe them believe I the mean, fuck out of them Another part of that that seems a little glaring to me in this, and again, like I want to, um, not to not to again pinpoint the reason because I don't think it really matters, but mm. I do think this seems like an a, perhaps an example of that like anxious avoidant trap that I've uh, I've talked about before in that book attached, which you should read, sir, whoever is writing in. Um, mm -hmm. And it's just um, sometimes it is about like people who do have this personality where they get anxious about relationships, which it sounds like you do wind up dating people who are not necessarily looking for relationships or are like a little bit more removed from situations. I don't know if this is definitely it, but it sounds a little bit like that. So but I would recommend to this guy because as an anxious dater, that definitely helped me this book attached. Um, check it out for the readers out there. <laughs> Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you, Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There's no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. So it's no big deal if you lose a button, spill something, or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing, up to 5X, as well as petite and maternity. Get fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning in newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. And you always have the option to buy what you love. For sometimes up to 75% off. 
Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code UUP20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com, that's Newly with two U's, and enter the code UUP20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, Newly with two U's, with code UUP20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. Let's do some, let's play some games. You ready? Yeah, let's play it. All right. Red flag or deal breaker? UUP at Betches.com. Send them in. Send them in. Let's hear it. Red flag or deal breaker? He makes you come to his city and then doesn't have a plan for the date. I was set up by a coworker with a guy she knew from, from college. I live in New Jersey. He lives in New York. He asked me to come to the city for the, for the date, which is fine. But then he didn't have a plan. We wandered aimlessly before sitting for a drink. And then after that drink, walked around again for another hour before I literally had to ask, is there a plan here? Or are we just going to keep walking around in circles? Um, I just feel like after uh, making the trip to the city, the, at the least he could have done was have an itinerary. Also, it's New York City. There's a million things to do. Even in a pandemic, you couldn't come up with anything. Sincerely, <laughs> well, I, I, I didn't pay tolls to walk around Manhattan. <laughs> Um, these are two people that are different maturity looking for two different, totally, totally different things, right? Yeah. Like she is at a different place in her life than him. And that's kind of the hard realization for any 24 year old woman moving to New York city is like, you're going to date a 24 year old man who is not where you are mentally. Yeah. I totally (laughs) get it. I went on this date. Um, I went on this date. Like when I was the guy. I went on this date when I was 24 and he a guy like we were both like working in the city and I like he like asked me to meet him at whatever like wherever his job was in like midtown and then mm-hmm. we literally just walked around until like he spotted some I mean I lived in Long Island at the time so like I would have I took the train back at the end of it but I remember it was like the date went well like I remember we even like made out at the end of the date. But then, like, I left and I was like, that was really annoying, regardless. Like, that's like, <laughs> I'm still annoyed, even though I got over yeah. it in the moment. Like, and that's this, why we didn't go on a second date. New York City is kind of like one of those resume items that people read too much into. You know, like, <laughs> oh, he lives in the city, he has an apartment. It's like, yeah, but. He, he goes lives to Brother f- Jimmy's. He knows what's yeah. up. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, you know, it's the New York City's like the 
is the proficient in Excel of resume items. Like, right. you don't know what, that doesn't mean you know what you're doing. That it what, doesn't mean. What's going through the guy's mind when he's like, makes this date with no plan? He doesn't care to have a planned date. That's not what gets him going. Girl meeting me. I am me. I am great. She'll want to just hang with me. I'm maybe, maybe she'll just like come into my apartment right away. Like, it's all stupid. Like <laughs> I, I don't think I'm not defending him, but I, I, I have been that guy where I'm like, I mean, oh yeah, we'll just pop in here. And then you see the girl's face like, oh my God, he right. hasn't planned any of this. Like, yeah, it's, There's it's, um, and also it kind of shows this guy, like the reason he's so immature is that he doesn't even realize that like two fixes he could have been getting everything he wanted out of this date. Like, yeah, just like, get on an open table. <laughs> Jesus. Like, like if he had gone on an open table that day, picked a place and then thought of a park nearby, maybe he's hooking up that night, you know, like yeah. instead of the, her writing an email to us, like, like I, I, I don't like when she says I didn't pay tolls to walk around Manhattan. Like, okay. I, I, I understand <laughs> what she's saying, but like, I don't like, I'm not saying they're like, oh, the tolls. Like, you know, like, right, I don't gotta think make he's... sure it's like she gets like $14 worth of drinks <laughs> to make up for that. Yeah. And it's like um, we've had this conversation on this podcast a long time ago where it's like the person who lives out this, outside the city makes you like like they want a plan more than anyone else because there's no real out for them. Right. They can't just go home. Yeah, like, they can't. <laughs> on like a like... quick like subway ride. Like it's like a whole process. Sure. So I don't think he I think when you live in New York City, you're you I mean, New York City is the most um, like cocky place. I mean, people call it the city and just assume that, you know, which city they're. So people in New York City don't really think of other people's like way to come there or how big a deal it is to get in there. Like I this guy's immature, obviously, and he's just right. not thinking of you. And so I would say a, the. It's a deal Sorry, breaker that you guys are so far apart on your maturity level. Not that he didn't plan the date as much as that. Right. If maybe if you were like, oh, maybe you wouldn't care or a different girl wouldn't care and it'd be fine. But it would be it would be a deal breaker for me because I guess it was another deal breaker on this subject. I remember it was like. Maybe it wasn't a deal breaker. And if everything else went fine, it would have been fine. But I remember this guy like. Even he had me meet him at a bar that wound up just being like so busy that you couldn't get a drink. Do you know what I mean? Like just ex- yeah. just packed with people. And then we like left there and then we're like wandering around trying to find a different place. And I get like, just like a, I, you want to be like cool girl who like goes with the flow, but like it mm. is kind of annoying when you're meeting someone for the first time to get somewhere you've like just met them. And then you're just like in this cramped place with like, Oh, well, you, you know, it's also the whole idea of the first date is to meet this person. Right. And then, <laughs> you know, like, so and then we're like spending and like I just it's a it's a dating app date. I've never even seen you before. And now we're like searching for a bar together that isn't extremely crowded. Like yeah. do a little prep work. We're we're on the uh, you know, we're on a treasure hunt for, <laughs> you know, Red Bull vodkas and, you know, and White Claws, you know, <laughs> like. It's right. Like, it's not like relaxing. To... It's not no. like a nice chill date. The hunt for table of two. You know, yeah, you're. it's annoying. I can understand that. Yeah. Let's do another. You ready? I'm ready. They're 26, rent their apartment, and is seriously considering buying a $180,000 Maserati. 
I mean, it could be a, a deal breaker for me. Yeah, deal breaker for me. I, I poor fiscal responsibility. Yeah, I, I even the person who says that, I would end it with. Like even entertaining it. Like if someone, if I was talking with to a girl at a restaurant and she was like, you know, I'm living in the city. I rent. Um, I'm seriously considering buying a Maserati. I would go, nice to meet you. I gotta go. Like I, yeah. I what, the things that they talk about annoys me more than anything. The fact that they even want one is almost irritating. Just. Even the imaginary world where this is just a dream they had. I, I'm out. <laughs> like, yeah. even the mention of it. You care about things and say... Like, a lot of times people say things because they want you to hear them say them. Like, they want you to be... to like. So like I think you'll be impressed by that. Exactly. Yeah. Like, no one's buying a Maserati for 180000 when they're renting a place. It, it's just... That's a lie that they're telling to impress you. And it's like, get out of my fucking face. I agree. Have All right, last one. It's the last one. I agree. They they use a Velcro wallet. For me, it doesn't matter. This because I would just assume that's the fashion. I would assume I they're going for some you. sort of like what? Jess has a had a Velcro wallet. If Jess had a Velcro wallet, um, I would assume it would it would make sense with her aesthetic. She likes music. She's into fish. Like I, she's, <laughs> she's like now you offended. think I'm a Velcro wallet person? <laughs> yeah, she's you know smoking weed. She's a she's a slacker. So I, <laughs> I no, but it would Homeless. like I, I, yeah. She's just like she's like what up, bro? That's how she said hi to me the first time we met. So like I, I would understand. I'd be like I would assume it was some sort of like hipster chic cool thing nerd. Okay. it was cooler some things are so not cool that they become really cool you know right and you're kind of like oh did i not know that that was actually cool yeah so like i would fanny assume, pack or something absolutely i i live in the world where i am not cool so anything that's out of my fashion sense i'm like it must be really cool because i don't know about it i feel that i'm not that cool either but i don't like to date guys who even if that was the case that it was so cool that i didn't even know about it sure. i would still be like this person's not a match for me because like i am not gonna be like i'm gonna be making fun of all these like cool trends okay <laughs> yeah you know i'm I mean? the, I, you're the person i make fun of so i can't be with you yeah right i understand like that. even if it's even if it is the case that you are technically right okay and like this is a cool thing to do let me go to some other not cool ways men hold, hold carry money. Okay. What if he is a guy that has a rubber band to that he loops around his money and credit cards, and that's his holder? Because some people are rubber band guys. That's like an old right. guy man thing. Like money clip. This is wor worse than money clip. Um. Money clip, you're into it or not into it, Jordan? I'm not really. I'm just into like people who like have the standard normal thing, like a a regular leather wallet or something. I used to carry a money clip and I would put my cards in it and my money. I didn't have enough. My money. dad has a money clip. Yeah, it's a it's a dad thing to carry around. Yeah, it would belong. It belonged to my my dad. I think. I think he gave me his. The money clip is fine. What the, about the rubber band? Is a little bit like, are you a drug dealer? Sure. Like, 
why do you have why, why do you have that much like cash that like it's in a rubber band like two credit well, cards? Rubber band could be no money at all. They could just wrap around their credit card and money. That it's almost like, like you're a, car- you're also carrying around trash. Yeah, that part's too weird. It needs to be like somewhere between like the really cool thing and the like really poor thing. What if they carry around seven hundred dollars and hundreds anywhere they go? Seven hundred, very weird. Two hundred, I'm okay with. Okay, just the two hundred dollar bills. They have two hundred, two one hundred dollar bills wrapped around credit cards, and that's all they just carry in their pocket. Nothing else, and a phone. Not in a wallet. Not in a wallet. That's weird. It's weird, right? You need- yeah, you got to be like somewhat put together. Okay, I, I like we need to maintain like a societal norm. But the like to I I know a lot. There's a, there's this version of man that is just like, ah, uh, yeah, I'm a cash guy. I don't know if they exist anymore. I think they exist less. My dad is like, and my dad is like kind of what you're, he like uh, does carry around, around like a lot of cash. Don't rob my dad. And um, <laughs> <laughs> well, this might be our in a, in a money dad's. Clip. That yeah. might be our parents' generation, like this look uh, that I'm thinking of. Like, what if they're, how about this? What if they're all Apple Wallet? They won't go anywhere that's not, like, they're just, I carry my phone, and if that gets, and, and my ID's inside the phone case, but that's it. That's where I'm streamlining this whole thing. What if we go, I'm like, what if we go to, like, a bodega that only takes cash? Hey, you got, Out of luck? You got five bucks? It's probably a red. It's probably a, just a red flag, but I think it was. If it was like that was his whole personality. I think I'd be out. I, I, I you know, I'm wondering because I, I try to go Apple Wallet as much as possible now. Really, I do carry around cards? Yeah, I've never used the Apple Wallet. Oh, it's fan. You, you use it once, you're in. If you put your cards okay. on there, you're in. It, it's not even. Now I know the places that do have it. So I, there's places that like, like Trader Joe's. I can go. I can go like. After a run, I can just like pop over there. Oh, I didn't know they had it. Maybe I'll try it next Give time. Give it a shot. I mean, this was all, this whole podcast was an ad for Apple, all to t- give everyone an ad. Yes. For Apple Wallet. So, exactly. That, uh, we did it again, Jordana. This was fun. Always a blast. Listen, if you're listening, if you're here right now, that means you enjoyed the show. So, why don't you post it on your Instagram stories? Give us a rate, rate, review, subscribe. Rate, review, subscribe. That'd be a good way to end the show. We yeah, should- the rate, review, subscribe song. Yeah. Rate, review, subscribe. Right? Jazz hand. hands. Jazz hands. Yes. So give us a little little, little, little touch on the, on the app. Uh, subscribe and uh, tell a friend, a coworker, a brother, a sister. We'll be back next week. Bye. You Up is hosted by Jared Freed. And Jordana Abraham. Our editor is Sean Kilby. Social media by Abby Lloyd. Artwork by Brittany Levine. Our podcast managers are Mike Coscarelli and Sean Kilby. Be sure to follow us at, at UUPPod on Instagram. And email your questions to UUP at Betches.com. Thank you to our sponsor, Lee. Lee creates denim that gets better with age. The ones you reach for to feel your best again and again. Their denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Rider Jean jacket is the OG. What every other brand has copied for decades. 
Lee's Spring Collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. And you can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com, L-E-E.com. That's L-E-E.com to shop spring looks now. Betches.